This message comes from NPR sponsor Progressive Insurance, where drivers who switch could save hundreds on car insurance. Get your quote at Progressive.com today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Jack Spear. President Joe Biden and former President Donald Trump came close to crossing paths today in Texas, though even though both were at the border, they were separated by hundreds of miles. Biden was in Brownsville, Texas, while Trump was in Eagle Pass. NPR's Franco Ordonia says for both men, it was a bit of a made-for-TV event on the record number of migrants crossing the southern border. It was a lot of what we've heard before and pointing fingers at each other, like you said. Neither offered any ideas. This was more about messaging for the TV cameras. For Trump, it was be very afraid. And for Biden, it was actually, I'm very tough. It's the other guy who's the problem. The issue is that polls show that most Americans disapprove of how Biden is handling the issue. And what he's trying to do is turn the tables on Republicans on one of his biggest political weak spots. NPR's Franco Ordonez. Former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley is continuing her push toward next week's Super Tuesday with a swing through Virginia today and the D.C. area tomorrow. As NPR's Sarah McCammon reports, Haley took the unusual step of bringing up the issue of abortion during a stop in Richmond, Virginia, and reiterated her support for access to the fertility procedure known as IVF. Nikki Haley is often asked about abortion on the campaign trail, but rarely brings up the issue in her stump speeches. But speaking to primary voters in Richmond, she noted that abortion has been in the news recently and took a swipe at Republican men. I respectfully don't think the fellas know how to talk about it. (laughs) When it comes to an issue like this, it is personal for every woman and every man. And it needs to be dealt with respectfully. Haley said she supports abortion restrictions while also saying she believes decisions about in vitro fertilization, quote, should be strictly between the parents and the doctor. Sarah McCammon, NPR News. Political rights and civil liberties deteriorated in more than 50 countries last year. That's according to an annual assessment by Freedom House, the Washington think tank. It marked the 18th consecutive annual decline. More from NPR's Frank Langfish. Countries making up nearly half the world's population are heading to the polls in this historic election year. But the think tank says the state of freedom and democracy remains pretty gloomy. As flawed elections and armed conflict have driven the continued slide. Adrian Shabazz oversees research and analysis at Freedom House. And there are now even attempts to overturn voting results after an election has taken place to prevent elected officials from taking office. He wasn't actually talking about the U.S., but Guatemala. There, widespread protest helped pave the way for the elected president to take office. Another bright spot, 21 countries, including Liberia and Thailand, saw democratic improvements. Frank Langford, NPR News. Washington. Stocks close higher to end the month. The Dow was up 47 points. The Nasdaq rose 144 points. This is NPR. More than 100 people are dead after Israeli troops fired on a crowd of Palestinians trying to pull food from an aid convoy in Gaza City. The latest incident described by Gaza's health ministry as a massacre, bringing the Palestinian death toll since the start of the Israel-Hamas war to more than 30,000. Hundreds more were wounded in the incident. Israel's acknowledged they took place, but says troops opened fire after the crowd advanced in a threatening way. Gaza's been under almost constant siege since an attack by Hamas in Israel claimed more than 1,200 lives, sparking the ongoing war. 
The Environmental Protection Agency will delay strict new emission limits on existing natural gas-fired power plants. As NPR's Jeff Brady explains, the agency still plans to put new limits on existing plants and new gas ones. A key part of the Biden administration's climate plans is to limit the amount of greenhouse gases emitted from fossil fuel power plants. Last year, the EPA proposed rules that would require coal plant owners to capture 90 percent of the carbon dioxide from their smokestacks. The agency also proposed limits on existing gas power plants, but now says it will delay that work, probably until after the November election. The energy industry has warned rules that are too strict could lead to power disruptions. Environmental groups called the change disappointing and said the country can't meet its climate goals without stricter emission limits on existing gas power plants. Jeff Brady, NPR News. Crude oil futures prices closed modestly lower today. U.S. crude was down 28 cents a barrel to end the session at 78.26 a barrel in New York. I'm Jack Spear, NPR News in Washington. Support for NPR and the following message come from Bombas. Bombas makes absurdly soft socks, underwear, and T-shirts. And for every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Get 20% off your first purchase at bombas.com NPR and use code NPR.